He charged me with resisting arrest. Get that confidence in jail. I object. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Allegedly Bravo podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Peavy House. Today, we are going to be covering one of my favorite topics of all times, Lisa Vanderpump. FYI, I already recorded this episode. I've already talked about all this stuff for like an hour and the recording got so messed up. I couldn't even save it. I don't know what happened because Mercury's not in retrograde. I checked. My computer was plugged in and so was my mic. So there's a little evil troll living on my computer out to freaking get me. So hopefully this actually saves and you guys can hear this episode because if I have to record this a third time, we're just going to skip it. We're just not going to do this because I can't. As much as I enjoyed Lisa Vanderpump, I can't do it a third time. Okay? So before we get into the tea, um, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. Go leave a five-star review. Those reviews help me so much. And I just feel like if I'm helping you, you should be helping me. It's like a, what do they call it? A tip for tat. Go ahead. Just go ahead. Leave me a five-star review. The least you could do. Go and follow this show on Instagram and Twitter. Both are at Allegedly Bravo. And if you're like super rich and you have some money to spare, head on over to Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allegedly Bravo if you'd like to donate to the cause. And the cause is finding legal documents. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And making a fucking great podcast. All right. I listened to such a fabulous podcast today when I was working in, you know, you get to the office and you sit down and it's like, I could have been doing this in my bed at home. I'm literally typing. I'm literally typing. Why are we doing this? So the least 
you know, that they could afford me was a moment of peace and quiet so I could put my AirPods in and listen to a new podcast. And the one I listened to was called Ladies Who Law. I'll tag them in the episode description. And they did such a thorough podcast where they broke down the American Bar Association, did like a whole investigation on women in the legal work field and how there's a difference between men's pay and women's pay and men's promotions and women's promotions. And honestly, it was very eye-opening and very interesting. Um, they did a really good job like discussing how how far we've come as women in law and how far we still have left to go. And it really just made me realize like a lot of the jobs that women are in in the legal field are very public facing or elected positions. And in the podcast, they were describing that um, in the legal profession, less women are promoted to equity partners. Sure, you have you could have a bunch of associates, maybe you have 40% women, 40% men associate lawyers, but the men will get promoted more so than the women and the men will continue working where a lot of the women will have to retire. So it was just really interesting to me to see that more of the public facing jobs were faced, were um, filled by women because it's like, obviously we are fucking great. Obviously the public wants us to do this. You guys have had a long enough time. So it's just a really good episode. Haley and Samantha are the women who run the podcast. Go check it out. It's it's very eye opening. And I'm I'm an unlicensed person. I I don't meet with clients. I don't give advice. My experience in the legal field comes from being a girl with my law degree, being a law clerk, and holding other law field positions where I'm not advising clients. Um, and I, I still f- feel very kindred to, yeah, maybe I'm not going to get promoted to equity partner, but I would love to see more women get promoted to equity partner. And it's just something to think about. Like it made me think of all the weird shit men have said to me at work. And it's just super interesting. I remember one time in law school, somebody told me that I could go get the stuff off the printer because I was a woman. Like, fuck you. Um, This most recently, I was working with an attorney who introduced himself to me and then looked me dead in the eye and told me, I see us as equals. And it's like, well, I don't anymore. Um, just weird. And a lot of the words used to describe like female judges and female attorneys is either is and I I don't want to say it's not just limited to like, oh, she's a real bitch, or God, she's a hard ass or a raggedy bitch, whatever. It's not just that. It's also like, oh, isn't she so hot? Oh, my God, isn't she hot? And it's like, okay, you have to ask her before you even approach her. Because she's a judge and you're a measly little pipsqueak. And let's have some respect, you know? So anyway, this whole podcast episode really riled me up. So go check it out. It's called Ladies Who Law. I'm assuming you can get it anywhere. I listened to it on 
Apple Podcasts. Okay, before we go into Vanderpump, I'm going to make another disclaimer. This is not going to be a Tom, Ariana, and Raquel podcast. So if you're looking for a Tom, Ariana, and Raquel podcast, you're going to have to turn it off. I suggest go listening to the Can We Talk About podcast with me and my friend Leah, where we really get into this. I suggest listening to Bravo and Blaze, where my friend Jenny goes so ham and actually was on TMZ talking about how crazy this whole fiasco was. Please go listen to them. Talk about it if you want to talk about it more. I'm exhausted. My hair is exhausted. My wig is exhausted. My panty liner is exhausted. Whatever Leanne Locken said on the Real Housewives of Dallas, that's how I feel. I am going to be retiring from covering breaking news from here on out. If I come out of retirement here and there, that might happen. Like if I do a briefing room or whatever. But I started this podcast because Jen Shaw got arrested and I was super enthralled by it and I wanted to know everything. Things just happen so quickly and there are so many accounts covering all this stuff when it's like, oh, blah, 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 filed for divorce. Oh, blah, 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 did this. Have at it. I cannot possibly do it anymore. Um, And also there's like stuff in the Vanderpump uh, Rules cast fiasco that just isn't legal like it's not legally based and I also don't care like I don't care how Ariana and Tom hold title to their house mostly because I just trust they did the right thing and also it's just none of my business I don't know there's like an ethical line that I have personally when pulling some documents and it's even if they're publicly recorded like these um mortgages and titles to this home. I get it. They're public record and that's fine. Go through them if you want. I feel icky about it. So I'm done discussing like the Vanderpump rules. Like, oh, how do they hold the title? Go listen to my other episode on how I think they do hold the title. That's going to be my, I submit that and I'm sticking to it. All right. But I'm fine speculating about literally anything. If you want to speculate, hit me up. I'm always down. Um, But yeah, if there's not a pending litigation or a court record, I just don't want to talk about it. I just don't. There's just other people who can do that. So today we're going to talk about Miss Lisa Vanderpump and a lot of the time she's been sued. We're kind of on a time budget, so we can't cover all of the times this woman's been sued but it's been a lot. So I'm going to cover the most newsworthy ones. And I need to put a little disclaimer here at the top. Lisa Vanderpump is a phenomenal businesswoman. She's clearly very successful. She has multiple restaurants. She's international. And when you run businesses like that, there's gonna be lawsuits. There's gonna be people who sue you. Because at the end of the day, you need the judge to tell you what to do. So none of this has anything bad to do with Lisa. A lot of these are just things that might happen, except for, I don't know, there's a doggy doo-doo one that we're going to get to. And I I found that to be a little bit of a line. All right. We're starting way back in 2017. In 
Back in the good old days, I remember I was just starting law school, August 7, 2017. Yeah, I was just starting law school. I just moved into San Diego with my roommate, who, by the way, is a TikTok lady, the pink lawyer, Attorney Martinez. Go follow her if you don't already follow her. But we just moved in together and we lived on top of a grocery store and it was just so fun. We didn't have cable, so we had to kind of bum Hulu logins off people. And then we only had one Roku and my TV, which was actually like a desktop screen and not necessarily a TV. That was so fun. So that's where I was in August of 2017. I would love to hear where you were when you found out Lisa Vanderpump and Ken Todd were quote sued for getting rough at a dog charity. They, of course, obviously denied the attack. Okay, this is crazy to me. So apparently there was this dog rescue called Spot Rescue. And they ended up suing Ken and Lisa, which, by the way, Ken Todd, he's someone who has two names, but not one name. Like, he's not Ken, and he's not Todd. He's Ken, and he is also Todd. Do you get what I'm saying? Does that make sense to you? That's how I feel about him. But he's also not Ken Todd because he could be Todd Ken. So I don't know. But Lisa Vanderpump and Ted Ted Con Ted Todd Ken got sued and the Lisa Vanderpump Dog Foundation claiming that Ken Todd got fucking pissed when this little rescue, Spot Rescue, their executive director I guess Todd had asked this executive director, hey, we're about to have a gala. Can we get one of them dogs on loan? First of all, this isn't like frost yourself from how to lose a guy in 10 days. This dog rescue is not a diamond rental or rent the runway. Like you can't just borrow dogs like for an accessory for your little party. Ken, Todd, Todd, Ken. So he's like, I really want this. And the director is like, sorry, that's just not the line of business that we operate in. So we're not going to do that. It resulted in a lawsuit. They sought $500,000 for breach of contract and fraud and physical assault. Physical assault. You're probably going, why physical assault? This is a breach of contract. Obviously, this woman thought that she was just in a business relationship, mutual beneficial business relationship with Lisa Vanderpump dogs. But turns out they got defrauded and it was a big surprise. Well, how did the physical assault get brought into it? I'm so glad that you asked. According to the documents, the spot executive refused because it was against company policy. Like we're not giving you the fucking dog, but 10, 10, God damn it. Mr. Vanderpump, I cannot, I don't know why Ken Todd doesn't stick in my head. It really seems so simple, but he got pissed. He allegedly threw the spot executive against a wall and goes, do you know who I am? I will ruin your life. First of all, I'm just going to stop you right there, old man, and say, we actually don't know who you are. And see above, because I still can't figure out the order of your name. So, no, we don't know who you are. And 
maybe he did ruin their life because it actually turned out that that company shut down. It shut down because it was bullshit. So they obviously sued the Vanderpump family and they were like, we are going to need money from this old man shoving me against a wall. And the Vanderpump clan was like, actually, this is bullshit. This is a quote. It's bullshit. And it's a quote from Todd Ken. It's bullshit. The woman is a liar. There's some reason she was investigated. Oh, I'm sorry. This is Lisa. My husband has two shoulders that need surgery. He's a 72-year-old man who gave her 40 grand out of the goodness of her heart. Where is Ira DeWitt when she needed her rent paid? Oh, because Ira DeWitt apparently... Apparently, there's some whole big deal about some basketball guy who helps finance the spot, C-spot. Um, I don't even know if you can call it a charity. That's why I'm kind of struggling here because it's defunct and it turned out not to be a charity. But at this point in time, it was a charity. And this guy who was like some big wig in the sports industry, his wife was helping run it. And so she's kind of throwing a dig like, well, if you needed money, where's Mr. Big Wig money bags up here if he's not going to give you any money? Um, but I have questions. So right here it says it's bullshit. Um, my husband has two shoulders that need surgery. I have two shoulders as well. Um, they don't both need surgery, but he obviously has osteoporosis or something <laughs> like this man is always, always, always getting a bone reset. It's crazy. Like, oh, is that a joint? Oh, a shoulder joint, not a smoking joint? Ken's going to need to go into surgery for that. It's wild. Second of all, this 72-year-old man with all the bad joints <laughs> gave this woman 40 grand out of the goodness of his heart. Nobody does that. I guarantee you, you, if you can find someone who is willing to give $40,000 to some lady out of the goodness of their heart, you give them my number immediately. I'm happy to accept. I'm happy to accept. So this whole lawsuit actually ended up being dismissed. And the lawyer for this defunct charity says, we had no choice but to dismiss after we filed because of a corporate issue that happened after we filed. That corporate issue was they went defunct. So they had to dismiss because they just simply had no more standing. They weren't a thing anymore. So that was that on that. And that got dismissed. Now we're in September. September 12th. 2017, I'm still in San Diego living on top of the grocery store, wreaking havoc all up and down the city streets. I would love to know where you were. Lisa Vanderpump was being sued over dogware. So Vanderpump Dogs was not a good venture idea for her because to me and what I understand, this either had, okay, so now I'm starting to think here. A lot of these stories that I'm about to tell you come from Vanderpump Dog Foundation. However, that was like a failing TV show that lasted for all of five minutes. 
and John Sessa is no longer listed on the Vanderpump Dogs website. It's like Ken and Lisa and Pandy and like 40 hundred dogs, but no John Sessa. I would like to know if this was just sort of a ploy, not a ploy to, I don't know, be sued, but a ploy to sort of get Vanderpump out into radar online because that's a great way to get into a newsworthy section of a tabloid. You're being sued, right? And if Vanderpump Dogs was kind of, which is kind of something like for charity, it, it kind of, dare I say it flopped. Please don't get mad at me if it didn't flop, but I feel like it flopped. Anyway, this Lisa Vanderpump was actually being sued by this woman named Yana, who was the owner of a boutique named Fifi and Romeo Boutique. And it was a cute little dog boutique. So she's suing Vanderpump and the husband for allegedly failing to give her brand credit in social media posts. So obviously this lady was like, hashtag tag me. And Lisa was like, oh, Definitely, darling, give me those little rhinestone suspenders. And then she's like, I'll tag you, I'll tag you. And then never tagged. Never tagged her. So Yana says she met the Vanderpump Kens at an American Humane Society event in 2012. And they asked this woman, hey, can you make a cute little custom outfit for our beautiful dog, Jiggy, R.I.P.? Before I go into that. I just have to wonder, is Lisa keeping Jiggy somewhere? I would like information. I would like, I know we saw the cemetery plots, but I didn't see any names on them. So I would just, I'm curious. Later, they proposed that she create custom outfits for the pooch and only charge the manufacturing costs in exchange for promotion. Okay. That is hilarious. So Lisa Vanderpump allegedly went up to this dog designer and was like, oh my God, I'll pay you for the material. You give me the rest for free and I'll tag you on Instagram. You guys need to pay for your art. You have to pay for art. Okay. You must not just say, oh my God, I'm going to tag you. What a toxic influencer this Lisa Vanderpump turned out to be. Um, but anyway, soon after she did this whole thing and designed the outfits and gave the dog the suspenders and this and that, turns out Lisa Vanderpump allegedly launched her own pet stuff called Vanderpump Pets. And apparently they're using this Fifi and Romeo's design and what have you. I looked everywhere to find how this lawsuit was resolved and I couldn't find anything, which makes me think a check was written and that's fine. Okay. This next one is absolutely disgusting. It's filthy and disgusting and it has poop in it. So if you want to fast forward, please do. I would give you like a three minute timeline to fast forward to, but I also know I talk a lot. As one person said, she goes on and on and on. And I would like to just take this moment to say this is a podcast and I am the only one talking. So I will be going on and on and on. I can't reiterate that enough. Um, anyway, 
This part, Sexy Unique Regurgitation and Diarrhea by Kelly Conaboy, was an actual title for an article written on August 21st, 2019. Whoever the fuck Kelly Conaboy for the cut is, is an icon because of the fact that she took Sexy Unique Restaurant, Sir, which is the stupidest name, but also iconic. And she turned it into sexy, unique regurgitation and diarrhea. That's so funny. And I do wonder, there are things that, that happen when you're a lawyer that you go, huh, I don't remember me doing that. I wonder if there's anything that ever happened with this Kelly lady who was like, huh, I didn't think I'd ever type that sentence. And I wonder if any of this was part of it. So according to court documents, a woman claimed to have gotten violently ill after eating white fish covered with orange cream sauce. I'm about to get fucking violently ill after even hearing about white fish covered with orange cream sauce. I need to take a minute. I need to take a minute. I might have a panic attack because of how disgusting that sounds. Are you telling me that Lisa Vanderpump melted a little creamsicle on top of white fish. Okay, I don't eat fish. Maybe this is what people who eat fish do, but I don't think so because I know a lot of people who eat fish and I've never seen them put orange cream sauce on top. Like, what the hell? What the hell? Lemon cream, sure, but orange cream, I don't know. And then it's like, am I being non citrus positive if I say something like that? It's very confusing, but. I'm violently ill after hearing about white fish covered in an orange cream sauce. So Kelly's intro paragraph, I just must read word for word because I feel like it's poetic and it really sets the scene. So Kelly starts off by saying in her article with the cut, what comes to mind when you think of Lisa Vanderpump's West Hollywood restaurant, sir, made famous by its inclusion in the greatest reality series of all time, Vanderpump Rules? Is it the restaurant's famous fried goat cheese balls? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Is it the scene where DJ James Kennedy shouts, Pump Tainy! at Jack's, even though that particular cocktail is only served at Lisa Vanderpump's other restaurant, Pump. Or is it the fact that Sir stands for Sexy Unique Restaurant? Or is it Vomit and Diarrhea? Because of documents recently obtained by the blast, your answer might soon change to Vomit and Diarrhea. 
the way this woman describes how the orange cream sauce made her feel um, is akin to an exorcism. So this woman says, alleges, that during her meal, this is gross. This is disgusting. So I'm letting you know now, this is absolutely disgusting. One hour into her meal, this woman's head, quote, suddenly whipped back, causing her body to move backwards as well. So I'm picturing, you know, you're in a chair and all of a sudden it's like a ghost pulls you by the ponytail and you go flying back. Like that's how I'm picturing it. Causing her body, 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 causing her body to move backwards as well. Um, as she felt a hot sensation rise from her stomach. Oh my God. The expose. She felt a hot sensation rise from her stomach into her chest, then into a, her throat that she was unable to control. Jesus. Zetus Lapidus. This woman goes on in her legal documents by saying her head came forward while vomit filled her mouth. And she began vomiting profusely as she fell to the floor vomiting. Did we mention she vomited the sir patron began to defecate through her clothing. Remember I told you there'd be poop involved. She was allegedly unable to stop vomiting or pooping as she kneeled on the floor, causing her clothing to soil. The picture in my head is unreal. I don't even think I've ever seen anything like what's in my head in the movies. I have the chills. I have the freaking chills and not in a good way. Not in a good way. Sir, you need to take orange cream sauce off your menu. Ma'am, if I do recall... What did I say? This was in 2017. I'm scrolling up. September 12th, 2017. That's Virgo season. I happen to know that around that time period in 2017, I was prancing around the mean streets of San Diego with my camera phone posting shit on Instagram. So riddle me how someone truly shot their brains out in the middle of Sir Restaurant where they film an iconic reality TV series. And not one person took a picture. And don't say, oh, well, it was gross. They probably didn't want to embarrass her. A uh, bullshit. Bullshit. There have been so many grosser videos taken. So many other, like, oh, all of a sudden people are like, oh, you know what? I take privacy very seriously at this third restaurant. No, they're not doing that. So where's the footage? I don't want to see it. But I just want confirmation that it's there. Don't show me. Sir says, actually, the woman, I feel like her name's Natalia. It's the one that, um, what's her name, told to go, suck it in. <laughs> that was so funny. Okay, so she goes on and says, nothing's more important to us than the care and enjoyment of our patrons. We have maintained our A rating from the Department of Health and regular checks from the health department. We have no record of this ever happening from two years ago in 2017. For what it's worth, Sir was inspected by the health department on or around July 7, 2017, during which the health inspector found seven violations. Ew. 
including unclean food contact surfaces, ew, the presence of rodents, ew, insects, birds, and or other animals, you know for a fact that that's jiggy, and substandard equipment and utensils. That's a zinger. I feel like they just threw that in there because they knew it would hurt her feelings. To be like, and after all that, and when we watched you shopping with Nicolaine in Vegas, you know what? Your forks fucking suck. And they're unsatisfactory. And this is a substandard utensil. That was just put in there to be mean. January 2020. We're going to skip ahead. Either not much happened in between 2017 and 2020. Or a lot happened. And somebody paid a lot of money to not let anything come out to the media. I'm going to go with probably nothing happened. <laughs> Because that would be kind of a stretch. So January 5th, 2020, a Ferrari crashed into pump. This is the most West Hollywood thing I've ever heard. It's like, oh, we're January. We're outside. It's, it's nice and warm because it's January and it's California. And then here comes just someone in a Ferrari. Just, oh, I'm going to sit on the patio. And then they crash into it. According to reports, the building appeared to be left intact but there were various chairs and some of the glasses from the patio's enclosure um, were vic became victim to the bumper. Well, honestly, apparently she had substandard utensils anyway, so I'm glad that kind of stuff got fucked up. January 30th, 2020. Vanderpump Dogs claimed they never called an employee a flat-ass bitch. Whoa. The headline goes, so the Vanderpump Dog Foundation, yet again, is back in the news. This time, they were hit with some sexual harassment and wrongful termination uh, lawsuits from one of their former employees, Domina Guzman. Guzman claimed that she never wanted to be a dog groomer at Vanderpump Rules Dogs ever again after two months working there because of the intolerable working conditions created by this guy who's her manager, Martin Duarte, and his superiors. Would love to know who his superiors are. I feel like this is a John Sessa thing. But in the lawsuit, Guzman claims that Duarte called her a flat-ass bitch and a skinny no-ass fool, and insinuated that he could turn Guzman straight. The audacity of someone to turn to a lesbian and go, I can make you straight. It's like, shut the fuck up, Chad. You're single. You can't even get one of us big dope straight dopes to like you. You think you're going to convince someone who's perfectly happy to go like it? And now. So, of course, John Sessa releases a statement. This is John Sessa's statement. It's a shame that someone who worked for the foundation for less than 90 days would choose to sue or try to malign an organization whose sole purpose is dedicated to being a voice for the voiceless. Working to resolve unnecessary cases like this just takes away from being able to save more lives. It's not about you, Guzman. It's about the dogs. And you honestly didn't work here long enough to complain about it anyway, is what I hear when I read that. <laughs> so that one, I'm sure, got settled with a check as well. All right. 
in October of 2020, Lisa Vanderpump was sued for 80 grand in alleged unpaid, unpaid Villa Blanca rent. According to court documents obtained by the blast, the Golden Triangle Company LLC was suing Blanca Investments LLC and Kenneth Todd. That's what we need. We need Kenneth Todd. So they accuse the defendants of breach of lease, breach of guarantee, and they ask for declaratory relief. So they go, listen, uh, you people have failed to comply with the COVID-19 organization. There were no protections and connections. And you were even trying to like pay a little to keep this business open. And like now we're going to lose our building for it. Well, Ken filed something saying, well, we paid you a $40,000 security deposit. Nobody has a record of it, which is why I will bring up whatever happened with that $40,000 that that generous, nice old man, Todd Ken, gave to the woman from the spot charity. Was she supposed to deposit it into the Villa Blanca security deposit account? And she just ran off with it? I don't know. This man likes to say $40,000 a lot. So the landlord says these people have no right to terminate this lease. I think it's still active and they are asking for October rent. And October rent is $80,000. $80,000. They probably aren't going to pay you rent. Sorry. $80,000. Jesus. Uh, February 22nd, 2021. Again, these restaurants back in the news. This time, they didn't pay for their produce. So appar- apparently, um, this supplier of fruits and veggies to all the different restaurants in Los Angeles, one of these companies is suing Lisa Vanderpump during this time. That company is called West Central Produce. So they claim that they provided a bunch of produce to Pump and Villa Blanca to the tune of $100,000. This was in February of 2021. And this West Central Produce says the last time that they ever received any payment from Villa Blanca and Pump was out in March of 2020. So that's almost a year later and it's the entire year of 2020. So this is like the COVID lawsuits that are coming out, you know? And that was just such a hard time. But those those produce suppliers need to be paid. And uh, part of you wants to be like, oh, excuse me. Oh my gosh, well, you know, this is a business. Like, it's hard to run a business during a pandemic. Maybe they lost some revenue so they couldn't make the rent payment and maybe once in a while I'd be inclined to agree with you but the thing is that woman had like could sell one handbag and cover the rent you know so it's like don't be putting this guy out because you mismanaged your money and can't pay rent if you're a business owner sometimes you have to fork it over and loan your business some money I don't know but Of course, Mr. Todd goes to TMZ, he's the spokesman, and he says, 
he wasn't aware of this lawsuit. Of course he wasn't. He has no idea. He gave him 40 grand. Um, but he says, if he owes money to anyone, we'll make sure that it gets paid. He's going to ask the accountants. Not his business. It's the accountant's business. Blame shifting. December 2021. Lisa Vanderpump loses $250,000 in a lawsuit settlement. There was a lawsuit, a class action lawsuit on behalf of a bunch of SIR employees claiming that Lisa, uh, 150 of them to be exact, they claimed that Lisa Vanderpump et al. did not pay the wages or adequate meal breaks during shifts over time and made them work off the clock hours. That's bad. The lawsuit accuses Lisa Vanderpump of editing and manipulating time cards to show lower hours, I would assume, to avoid paying overtime. And I don't know. Part of the law is that no employer shall employ an employee for a period more than five hours without a meal break of not less than 30 minutes. And even that sounds inhumane, right? Because it's like... you. You mean to tell me that you think that I can just do something for five hours and take one 30-minute break and then go right back to step in? You're, you got another thing coming, my friend. So this suit actually was filed in 2015, but it didn't even get resolved until 2021. It turns out they settled the case. Lisa maintains that this was nothing of the sort ever happened. But they settled for 200K. Now you're probably thinking, wow, what a nice payout for this 150 different individual plaintiffs who got fucked over by Lisa Vanderpump. But please remember that the attorneys will be taking 30 to 40% of that. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> so they're getting paid and they're going to take their 30 to 40% and then they can split up the whatever's left over amongst the plaintiffs. So really not that big of a settlement all right this one's also gross april 15th 2022 the dogs are back in the media lisa vanderpump settles a fraud lawsuit over a worm infested puppy in april of 2022 so there was a woman named kimberly dillon who was apparently a patron of vanderpump dogs and she fell in love with this dachshund puppy named Cassie. And as the owner of a dachshund puppy, all my life growing up, I totally get it. I would fall in love too. And in fact, my soul dog, my Charlotte, my how Ariana's soul dog was Charlotte, mine was named Dolly and she was a wiener dog and she died. And now my poodle now is Dolly reincarnated. It's wild. So I get the dachshund thing. I really do. You're going to fall in love with them. So Cassie falls in love with this dachshund and she picks it up from the West Hollywood store in 2019. And these people are like, oh my God, you know, we haven't dewormed her yet, but she's perfectly safe to play with and bring her home and this and that and the other thing. And then the store provided her with fake immunization cards. Like, okay, QAnon, <laughs> what? So this woman brings Cassie the dog home 
And apparently he's doing that little scooting thing. You know when dogs scoot and you're like, oh, that's not good. Apparently he was doing that and leaving behind some things. So that was pretty gross. And things were coming out of other holes as well. And so the the vet diagnosed this poor puppy with intestinal parasites. Um, Vanderpump and Vanderpump dogs were like, uh, actually, you failed to exercise reasonable care and diligence. So they don't think they're victim blaming. That's what's the deal. They're victim blaming Cassie, the wiener dog, for her worms, even though it was their responsibility to deworm her. <laughs> what do you do? So I don't know if the dog's still alive, but she's got some money. She's got some money coming her way. Okay. Did you guys hear about the pump and tom tom liquor licenses becoming lost go listen to last week's episode if you have not because that's where i covered it i find it interesting um i called them i called pump and tom tom to uh, answer actually to ask if they were open and if they had if they were serving drinks and it just kept ring 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 so the phone was off the hook if you know what I mean. So now there's all these reports that Lisa is getting evicted from Pump. So of course she gets in the media. She's going to Us Weekly. And she says that's, you know, fake news. Which she also loves to say. So here's where I'm getting kind of worried. Because here we have some fraudulent immunization cards and deworming cards. And we have a little bit of fake news. So I'm I'm going to be, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want my DMs flooded, but seems a little fill in the blank if you ask me. Okay, so she's being evicted from this restaurant, right? Wrong. Lisa goes, look, we've been in a pump location for 10 years. I forgot about that. Has pump really been there for 10 years? It feels like a three-year-old restaurant to me. That is very successful. And we should give Lisa some props, actually. Um, and actually, she says the lease is expiring. So they're going to have to figure out, are they going to stay? Are they going to go? Oh, my God. Why is it hard? Um, and they haven't made a decision yet. So although these documents didn't say why any of this was happening or why there was any eviction, I I'm sure the landlord and the tenant are going to get it worked out. He won't relet to her if she can't pay the bill. She really has some assets that she could start selling and putting. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Into her business if she didn't want her business to die and if she wanted her business to succeed. But, you know, I don't know what Lisa Vanderpump's thinking. I just don't know. I would love to know. In closing, Lisa Vanderpump is a super powerful businesswoman. She is an extremely successful restaurateur. And sure, there's been some vomit. There's been some diarrhea. There's been some ups and downs. There's even been creamsicle chicken. No, creamsicle whitefish. Even sicker. But when you get into big business like this and you run all these restaurants and you're welcoming the public into your space to serve them, lawsuits are going to happen. People are going to get hurt. People are going to throw up. So lawsuits are going to happen and I will continue to talk about them and address them here. And I'd love to hear your thoughts and I want to hear everything that you have to say about everything. It's super fun. Next week, I'm either going to talk about the Nini Leaks versus Bravo fiasco or I wanna, I'm thinking of doing a little deep dive into not just Amanda Bynes, but sort of this the allegations surrounding Nickelodeon. Let me know what you prefer. Um, I'm open to suggestions because I'm equally interested in both. Go like, review, subscribe, five-star review. Follow me on everything. And court is adjourned. Bye. Allegedly Bravo podcast is hosted, produced, and researched by Lauren Peavy House. Allegedly Bravo is available anywhere you listen to podcasts and cannot be copied or rebroadcast without consent. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps me out. This podcast is made available by the lawyer or legal expert for educational purposes only, as well as to give you general information and a general understanding of the law, not to provide specific legal advice. By listening to this podcast, you understand that there's no attorney-client relationship between you and the podcast publisher. Allegedly Bravo podcast should not be used as a substitute for competent legal advice from a licensed professional attorney in your state. Got it?